Hello and welcome to the Laid Back Japanese Podcast. In this episode, your hosts Chia and Nico talk about the wonders of bookstores in Japan, along with cool books they've gotten in Japan as well. You know, cool Japanese colloquial language books, fundamentals of cooking side dishes, and cooking for idiots. Wait a second. What do you think is the rule for when you can say yasan at the end of a word? Wow, ikinari hard ikinari, question. Ikinari, ikinari, um, sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can say like onikuyasan or honyasan or... I, I asked Ray the same question and she was like, I don't know. At first I thought it's a product, like a semonte. Semon, for those listening, it means like a specialty. So semonten or specialty store is a store that specializes in one thing and they're everywhere in japan and awesome so for example a honyasan is a <laughs> store that specializes in books or yeah nikuyasan is a store that specializes in meat or sushiyasan would specialize in sushi and this is part of the reason they have such good food in japan because i think they're just all about the specialties i 100 agree with that though because I don't know. A lot of things has a avenue of this way that you can become a master at this yeah, one yeah. particular thing. I studied sushi for 10 years. Yeah. And now when I grab the, the rice, shari. Mm, shari. So shari is like the rice beneath the piece of fish in nigiri sushi. So they talk about how professional sushi chefs, the temperature of their skin drops when they're making shari. Yeah. Because they have studied for decades. I can't remember why, but I also watched a documentary on like a fireworks men. You know, they studied fireworks for <laughs> for a hundred years. Yeah. There's like dinto nitsutawater, traditional ways to make fireworks. <laughs> and it's insanity, but yeah. it's amazing. They master it yeah. completely. Dento nitsutawater is like a tradition passed down from tradition or from age to age or whatever traditional mm. is like is i suppose what we would say so but then i thought well it's not always a product though because you can have like a massage yasan which is a massage yasan see well i was trying to test ray with these and i said it to her and she thought it sounded normal but it feels weird to you yeah so maybe it does have to be an a, a product yeah and i wanted to mention that When you were saying that it was a specific product, things like supa yasan doesn't work because a supa sells a lot of things. Yeah, that sounds whack. One time I remember we had a conversation about if you were going to open a semonten, what would it be? And I think you said that oh. yours was going to be what? Kabocha? Mm, kabocha yasan. Uh, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, like imagine though pumpkin jam, pumpkin pie, pumpkin bread. Pumpkin mascots that are just adorable. I don't know. It's just unstoppable. When you said you wanted a kabocha semonten, you didn't mean pumpkin, though. You meant kabocha, right? I did mean kabocha. Okay, yes. I do kind of interchange those because that's the closest thing. You're just, you're Japanese. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a it's a type of squash. They, they sell them. Well, I've seen them for store at like Whole Foods, and I think they call them kabocha squashes. Although I've seen them called pumpkins also. Mm, mm, mm. I grew some of those last year. Yeah, in Japan, they'll just call it kabocha is pumpkin. Yeah, every, everything's pumpkin. <laughs> well, let's just assume it's a, a one-item yes, thing. Yes, that's Nani, fine. Yes, mm, I think that's a good definition. Okay, do you have a favorite honyasan? Which I, by which I mean in Japan. Which I mean, there is none in America for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's bookstores. Right, but when was the last time you went to an American bookstore, Nico? 
physically took your feet it, like oh, a month ago maybe really oh okay yeah barnes and noble but to be fair ray and i are just obsessed with books so we get excited when we see a bookstore that's true um so it would probably okay when i was growing up it used to be tsutaya because we could walk to one and that was the closest one but it style was a combination of you could rent videos and then there would be some books in the front. It wasn't a true Honya song. Yeah, you just wanted videos and games, to <laughs> be honest. Um, but I think it would have to be Kinokuniya because of the selection that you can get there is quite large. Which one? Like and the actual original one in Shinjuku? Oh, you're saying specific Honya song? Caleb and I frequently visited the Honya-san in the Hakata Eki in Fukuoka. The train station that's in Hakata. Yeah, yeah. They have one really large one, and there's a couple other smaller ones throughout the department stores. But we used to go a lot there. But I think the, one of them was a Kinokuniya. Isn't it cool that Honya-san, so bookstores, or books, I should say, in general, are just a big part of culture in Japan? Yes. So you go on a train and there'll be an ad that is being shown to, you know, millions of people for a book. Mm. But it's just nice. You go on a train and a bunch of people are reading books. And like you said, your favorite bookstore is at a train station. And mm -hmm. there's a bookstore in like pretty much every station building that's, you know, more than one story. And I love the fact that if you do buy a book in Japan, one, it's usually a smaller size so that it'll fit in your purse nicely, whatever bag yeah. you have. Um, and they'll give you an option to get a shiori, which is like a bookmark, mm -hmm. and or a book cover so that no one can see what you're reading on this train or whatever. So in America, when we lived in, I think, Oregon, and we didn't have the luxury of going to Japanese bookstores, mm -hmm. they used to make book covers for me on books that I bought because I missed having my book covers mm -mm -mm. in Japan. I don't want everyone knowing what book I'm reading if I go read somewhere in a public place. Yeah. You go to like Starbucks or even on the train if you're in Japan. It's just you're reading like cooking for idiots or something. <laughs> this guy's an idiot at cooking. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Sometimes you just don't and you just want to enjoy your book without being judged on the train. Yeah, so you can make them yourself if you are inclined to do so. But it's nice when you go to a store and they ask you. What did you make them out of? She used to make them out of paper grocery bags. So mm, so I did that too. Yeah, you mentioned that the books are small. I grabbed some books from my bookshelf because we have books everywhere here. And this is, I think, the size you're referring to, like a fiction book. Yes, it's like a palm size, like an average hand size. Isn't there a word for books that are this size? Is that just a genre of book? Like bun bunkobo? Or what is it? <laughs> that sounds correct. Bunkobo? Small format paperback book is what the dictionary says. It's really nice because you can also flip it with one hand because they're paperback and really flexible, too. Let's look at the images. Oh, it's all coming up in Chinese. Let's put no after it. Yeah, I think that is yeah, it's these little books. Mm -hmm. It has like a hundred of books of the books this size in our bookshelf. Manga is kind of similar size as that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Manga is also a nice... Just books in general are a great size, unless you get a cookbook or something. Oh, really? I have a whole bunch of them. Because I, I, I saw that you mentioned something in your notes about cookbooks, and I was like, oh, I'm going to grab some. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> just nerd out on books. Show me your cookbook. I got to see it. 
Ikko? On three. Wait, I have all. I have a whole bunch okay, of them. Okay, just pick I'll, your I'll favorite. pick out one. I'll just pick <laughs> yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Son, ni, it's jajang. Jajang. That's no. Are we doing the oh, same one? Oh, okay. We both have something that's kihon. Kihon no okazebuku. The basics. Yeah. Yeah. For those listening, uh, Chie said three, two, one, and then she said. And we both said, jajang, which is like, ta-da. <laughs> Except for you say it way more often than you say ta-da in English. Ta-da just sounds yeah. sad, in my opinion. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be a rather festive word, but jajang is <laughs> just nice. Wait, wait, so yours is okazu? Mm, okazu no, kihon no okazu desu. Okay. Jie-sensei, what is okazu? Jie-sensei, okazu wa nan deshou ka? Ah, okazu is... <laughs> oh, yeah, I could just ask in Japanese. I'm just going to speak half Japanese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okazu is not your main dish. But main dishes are in there too, so I don't really know. Just, okay, wait. Let me backtrack a little bit. In Japan, <laughs> Japanese food usually consists of a whole bunch of different smaller dishes. Yeah, it's like a culture lesson that we got to get into to explain even what yes. okazu is. <laughs> And I just I hear that word and I think, oh, I don't want to translate it because yeah. I have to translate a lot of things and words like that are not easy to translate. And it's usually also physically differentiated into different types of dishes as well, which is also control- culturally significant. Those individual dishes are okazu. I was out with uh, some friends one time and there was a guy from, I think, um, the US, maybe the UK, I don't totally remember. And he was arguing with this Japanese girl about eating culture. And he was just, he was trying to mess with her and provoke a fight. And he said, he said something like, you guys still eat with sticks. Like it's, <laughs> you know, a thousand BC, like get with the <laughs> times and start using fork and knife and things. Mm. And she said, yeah, well, you eat all of your food on one plate, like a dog. <laughs> That's a good like, comeback. Whoa, okay. It's a good comeback. Shots fired. Yeah, okazu is just a part of Japanese culture. You don't go to a restaurant and they don't give you like one plate full of food. I mean, unless you go to get order pasta or something mm. at like a Italian restaurant. Mm. They would have, if it's a Japanese style restaurant, you're going to have a whole bunch of little bowls and plates that you can Even enjoy. Even sometimes pasta in Japan, they'll bring the bread out separately or maybe you have I don't know, oh, a soup true. or a salad on the side. You will still have side. little plates, yeah. yeah. But in America, they'll just stack the bread on top sometimes. I'm like, I don't have any space. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? They'll, they'll find an excuse to put little plates around your pasta. I think they're all really cute. Yeah, we have an ok- okazu book also, which ours is Tsukuryoki Okazu. Oh, tsukuryoki to wa? What is Tsukuryoki? So Tsukuri means like cooking, making. And then oki, like oku, like to place. So Tsukuryoki means... Make in place. In other words, mm. or it's pretty okul cool not to place, but like to do in advance, huh? So, same thing. But it means things that you could make ahead of time. Mm. Okazu you can make ahead of time and put, you know, in your fridge or something. I wish that I was in Japan now. I always go to the cookbook section in Japanese bookstores. It's just a guarantee because, I don't know, the books are pretty... If you just want to eat all the food there and there's categories like... Obento section, which is homemade dishes that you take with you to work, lunchbox kind of stuff. I don't know. They're just really fun to look through. Is that the first sec? Like, so we keep saying section, mm. but Japan calls them kona. Yeah, I go to like gengo kona, the language corner, <laughs> when I first get there. It's not a corner; it's just a section of the store. Would you say that you go to the food 
corner <laughs> section right away when you first get to a bookstore? Is that like your go-to? It depends on if I am on a mission to find a particular book. If I am, I would go there first, and then I would probably end up in the cooking section. And then I would end up in the boombog section, because I like looking at cute things. <laughs> okay, yeah, so tell me about the boombog section, because I think that's... They do have that in bookstores, at least in the U.S., but it's just not the same at all. The cuteness level is just level 100 versus non-existent, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, but they'll have things it's like, like... It's a cuteness thing. I was going to say just the quality in general. That's so boom, boom, what's Boombogo is stationary. Yes. With an E, like like pencils, pens, papers, notebooks. Mm -hmm. They'll have, I don't know, smaller size notebooks, bigger size notebooks. They'll even have all the colorful pens to write in the notebooks. Um, and then they'll have things like bimoji no kakikata. Stuff like that. Notebooks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and practicing how to write beautiful calligraphy word mm -hmm. in Japanese. Sketchbooks, too. So, so, so. If you go to a good-sized bookstore, the Bumboga section, stationary section, is pretty large. Mm. It's not It's not just a tiny little corner. Where do you go first? Yeah, I go to Gengo Kona, but it's not because I'm going to buy a book and study. <laughs> it's because I want to see if there's any books that I mm. wrote, because... That's what I used to do. I used to write these books. There's a bunch of English books, like right here. Like I have stacks and stacks of them. And I didn't write the books, but I wrote, like these are ACAN books. ACAN is kind of like a JLPT, but for learning English. And of course, they have lots of example sentences in them. And I wrote all of the examples, or sometimes I just edited them in the books. And when I do that, they give me a free book. So I have all these books. <laughs> and I just like to go and see if any of the books that I wrote are there. And it, sometimes if they're on, like, a special display, I think, hey, like, pretty cool. Caleb and I went to a bookstore in Tokyo specifically to go find your book because we were waiting on a train or something and we had a couple hours to kill. And we're like, let's go find Nico's book. And we went and tried to find yours and we definitely found a couple. And I think we actually sent it to you. We sent pictures. I think he did send me a photo that I'm, I'm not the one with my face on it. It's not that popular. <laughs> no, I think so that's like, the one that we found. It's like art of my face yeah. on it. Yeah. They had an artist like, I'm on every page doing like little thumbs up and things. <laughs> this book was awesome. And if you used to subscribe to Nihongo Shark, you might have helped us make this book. Because it, con it contains a bunch of, I guess, idioms, cliches. For example, there's like uh, only a matter of time. Make ends meet, be blown away. It just goes to show that, things like that. And we polled native English speakers who subscribed to Nihongo Shark to see how many of the phrases that were in the book they knew. Mm -hmm. And then we used the ones that all the native speakers knew. And so that was sort of the premise of the book. Um, it definitely comes in handy that I've done all that kind of stuff when it comes time to translate things. Because if you want to be a great translator, you need to be... Yeah, you need to be pretty good at target language. So I need to be pretty good at Japanese, but I need to be really, really good at English. Mm. And it might not seem like I am based on the way that I talk, but in fact, I'm actually pretty good at English. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Writing and speaking is, I feel like it's a completely different thing. Yeah, well, there's a lot of cultural influence to the way you speak compared mm. to, you know, the way you write. Oh, yeah, and I, I wanted to bring this up earlier when you talked about yeah. So I, I grabbed a dictionary entry for yeah. This is another thing that bugged me is when I learned, 
like take Honya for example. I wonder if it's even in the dictionary, Honya song. See, it just cuts it off at Honya no matter what. No one ever says Honya. I mean, that's not true. Right? Okay. No one some says people, that. Some people say this is okay. Yeah. But. The dictionary <laughs> says that. I made the awful mistake 10 plus years ago of learning Japanese from dictionaries and things like this. So I went to Japan, everyone's putting san onto the end, <laughs> san onto the end of these words. And I was so confused as to why that's happening. Anyway. It's, uh, if you look up ya in a dictionary, for example, what they said was, this is the first one. A person or house that sells that thing is what it means. Hon ya. Kashi ya. But in reality, we say san. They don't, they don't clarify for us if it's a mono or not. <laughs> doesn't That's answer true. our question. Yeah. I used to think that Fujisan was the same song as <laughs> this song the joys of having a language be learned you know from just audio alone mm. Fujisan, the song is a mountain because Fujisan is a mountain it's saying something like mount fuji is what Fujisan means but i used to think that it was the labeling of you know calling proper fuji and then san pretty understandable mistake i'd say <laughs> so i'll tell you my favorite bookstores yeah and we'll do it on a map Ooh, yes this is fun so here's japan and let's go to tokyo which is like the only place that i know well in japan <laughs> <laughs> and we're zooming in and we've got tokyo right here and the one you mentioned earlier if we're talking about the main kinokuniya it's in shinjuku off to the west of Tokyo, that would be, it's got to be like, in, oh, there it is. Kinokuniya Shinjuku main store. Oh. So this is the original Kinokuniya, which you may have not known, but it burned down, I think, during World War II and they rebuilt it. Mm. And so this bookstore is pretty sweet. I think it's like eight or nine stories. Wow. And apparently everyone's taking pictures of rocks and stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I used to go to this one all the time when I worked, because I used to work in Shinjuku. Mm. And... If I was early to work, I would go to this bookstore and just browse the aisles and imagine what it would be like to be so great at Japanese. <laughs> to read all of the books. <laughs> read all, someday I'm going to read all these books is what I would think to myself. Mm. People really need to take better pictures of these bookstores. <laughs> That's probably my number three out of my top three. It's right there in Shinjuku. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, and I'll, I'll, pull, I'll pull in um, the Yamanote-sen so everyone can see. Yamanote-sen is the loop line of, of Tokyo, so it goes around in a circle both ways. It's very convenient. So it's the mountain hand line, Yamanote-sen. And we just looked at Shinjuku, is where the first one was. Daikayama, if you scroll in, there's a cool bookstore around here somewhere. It's a little bit of a walk, yeah, from Daikayama Station. Yeah, until I went to this bookstore... I didn't know that Staya sold books. Mm. <laughs> I just thought it was a yeah. video rental shop. And they have this bookstore in Daikanyama, and it's just beautiful. It's just going there, it just is a beautiful experience. <laughs> they have like this park with like a fancy cafe outside. It's just aesthetically pleasing. Right? And a lot of places yeah. in Japan are structured like that in, in which, you know, you, you'll go to some specific place, like let's say a train station or a department store section. And the whole thing will just be themed in this 
one particular mood mm-hmm. that you can enjoy throughout the whole entire department? Uh, it's just a beautiful bookstore. And I love to go there and just browse the aisles and have fun. They have this, yeah, this restaurant that's like, in a, there's like a garden here. And I wonder if I could drop a guy down here. Oh, yeah. Let's go, <laughs> let's go take a look. See, they have this fancy cafe. And here's the bookstore. It's got like a Starbucks in it. This is also the bookstore over here. Starbucks. Yeah. Oh, this is Starbucks right here. Now, this is a, there's a fancy restaurant hidden down here in these behind these bushes, mm-hmm. which we can't see really. And someday I'm going to go there and have a fancy lunch after I buy a fancy book when you become and have Oshare. fancy time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when, when I finally become <laughs> Oshare enough to not be saying Oshare <laughs> every time something fancy is happening. Yes. Then you can go. All right, so Daikanyama, that's number two right. on my book list, on my bookstore list. Oh, I thought you meant what's the first one. I was like, didn't I just say it? What? No, the number one, <laughs> the number one bookstore out of the three. I'm going to have to go with Maruzen in Kawasaki, mm. which is, and there's this huge mall called Lazona, Razona. Um, and there's, yeah, I'm sure you have because, mm. yeah. And the Maruzen store, Maruzen bookstore down there is yes. awesome. There's and a it's kakigori just, place just, right across there that I had kakigori yeah, at. There's also, it's, <laughs> it's in a mall with all kinds of delicious snacks. Mm-hmm. And it's just a regular bookstore, but it, for some reason, they have books that I can't find anywhere else. That's interesting. Yeah, I mentioned that I go to uh, the Gengo Kona, so I go to find language books. And when I'm not just trying to find books that I helped write, I'm trying to find cool <laughs> reference books for Japanese. Because mm. we have a lot of these books. We have like... Nihongo Kogo Hyogenjite. So Japanese colloquialisms reference book. Wait, um, you read these, one. Okay. I'll find one that I, that I know. <laughs> Suriru ga aru. <laughs> Suriru ga aru is in there. <laughs> is what it means so from danger or fright causes you to feel excitement or tension yeah so it's like thrill basically so the reason that we use books like this is because a lot of the colloquialisms are not things you find in a classroom or a textbook or a JLPT test but we want to make sure that we're teaching them so there's lots of them or like on the next page it says Suru, suru. <laughs> These are things that you say and hear quite often in just everyday life. And you just open it to a random page. Yeah, suru is like through. The word th- like you go through something. And the meaning is mushi suru or torisukiru. So, sono mama nakata koto ni suru. Yeah, in other words, to ignore or pretend you didn't hear something goes through one ear and out the other. <laughs> so stuff like that. I don't... I probably passed JLPT N1 before I even knew that word. And so I'm salty about that having happened. That you passed it? <laughs> and so I'm always looking. Oh, yeah, I got an awesome score, too. You don't need to know any colloquialisms to pass that test. Mm. Maybe it's changed because that was like eight years ago. I used to run to the kids' book section when I was little in elementary school. Um but they have these books series that comes out every month for, I think it starts at Yochien, 
um, kindergarten age all the way through, I think there is a Rokunenseiko, so sixth grade. That's the length of your elementary school is first through sixth, but it's called a shogakkan. And they, I think always is the correct word, always have a zuko crafting attachment that comes with the books. So the books itself is um, monthly reoccurring gekkan manga. And there's a whole bunch、mm-hmm. of different manga in it. But then at the very end, there's a crafting thing that you pull out and you build and then、oh, you、fun. play with. Yeah. I used to get those a lot. That sounds awesome. And I bet they had lots of cute artwork in them. Yes. They're usually made <laughs> out just, of like. It's just not Japan、artwork. if it doesn't have cute artwork in、exactly. the book. Exactly. Yeah. There was this one manga in it that had.、Um, it kind of looked like Doraemon, that he had these magical crayons in his head that opened up. I don't remember the name. It was really cool, but. Are you, sh- he- are you sure it wasn't the guy on Umaibo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> he had like a chomage. And he could open his、okay. head and pull out these crayons, magical crayons, and he would solve all the world's problems with these magical crayons. It's,、really、It's just a much more exciting version of Captain Planet or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I want to go to a bookstore. I know, me too. And I, aside from the cooking section, I personally also go to the manga section. I don't know if Nico does, but manga. I do go to the manga section,、mm-hmm. but more, I do that more at used bookstores. Like book、oh, off or something. Yeah, that's true. I want to get a deal because you read the <laughs> manga and it's over in two minutes. <laughs> and then I feel like, oh man, I paid like, you know, I have to go in for that, which is not a lot of money. Does they ever read manga? Because Caleb always tells me that I breeze through them. I just don't realize how fast I'm reading usually. I've never、stuff. seen her read manga okay, before, okay. but I think she's read, you know, One Piece. At least. I mean, who, what Japanese person has not read <laughs> One Piece? Yeah, the funny thing though is about One Piece andor any currently famous manga is that you can buy the newest edition, the newest Shinkan, the newest book,、mm-hmm. at a konbini when it comes out because that's how engraved it、yeah. is in their culture. Yeah, but if you go to a used bookstore, I guess we should have mentioned those, like, because we're talking about Honya san. If you go to Book Off, they have. Lots of used manga, and sometimes they'll have a sweet, huge set. Yes, that's where I got my One Piece at. I have all of them, there's so many. Right? And it's a really good deal that way, and it's exciting because you get to bring home a set of, you know, maybe 20 books at once. Bukuofu and Manga Soko and Guruguru Soko and all of these secondhand stores, the quality is completely different. Than trying to go to Goodwill or Value Village or whatever secondhand store they may find in America as well. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a completely different experience. It's a nice experience to go to a used bookstore in Japan, which is not always the case at a used or secondhand goods store in the US, at least. Also, if you're in Japan and you want to get lots of little kid books, I would go to a, like a book off, like a used bookstore. Yeah. Because they're super cheap. And they're books for little kids and babies. And、I'm, next time we go, I'm going to sp- stack up on tons of Japanese books for my kids. Because、mm. my son's obsessed with books and we don't have any in Japanese. Jajang. Oh, what? It's a whole other podcast topic to go over fables in Japan, but. Yeah, I was like, this is a big thing. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, I really love the artwork on this one specifically. 
but a lot of childhood are they called fables what are they called i think you could say fable or fairy tale or something i don't know fairy tale yeah there's certain ones that everyone in japan knows that we should probably talk about eventually like tsurunongaishi or momotaro or isunboshi all those stories yeah, I'd, I would probably learn a lot from that episode because I only know a few of them. <laughs> mm. And sometimes we'll watch something on, you know, YouTube. They'll make jokes that refer to things like that. Yeah. And if I miss it, then they'll look at me and tell me, the reason you're not laughing is because you don't know that this is this. And a lot of times it's one of those stories, those fairy tales, I, should, I guess I should say. One thing I did look for at bookstores is the, I used to at least many years ago, is the Manga de Wakaru series of anything. Mm. Back when I was obsessed with learning Japanese, I would just, just walk through the store until I saw any of the manga. So Manga de Wakaru means understand from manga. And they just have every topic you can think of in manga form. So they have all these things. Daikata ga kiwari. The way you say it is 90% of whatever. <laughs> yeah, I used to read history books in manga form from the Toshokan when I was in elementary school. We have a big set of them over in our bookshelf and it's super difficult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of kanji the and it's actually a history yeah. book. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the manga itself not that hard and then, it, then they dive into the explanation yeah. section and it's just all these... <laughs> Kanji of names and places that I don't know, yeah. and I get exhausted pretty fast, but I should gumbot it more. Yeah, there is a lot of those but, books, though, that is like Maruwakari something something, or, you know, Gofun de Wakaru something oh, yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. in Japanese books. Yeah, it also doesn't always say Manga de Wakari, that's just one of the series mm. that I know of. Um, this was my attempt to learn things in Japanese. For example, I would. I read, like you could run, this one's drones. <laughs> I don't know what that is about, but drones. Anyway, next time you go to Japan, be sure to check out my top three Honya-san. <laughs> it might be easier access than going to Fukuoka or something too, because usually you land first in Tokyo. 